So we we blew it though, Jacob. How? Yeah, no, we did because we said we said no pleasantries, and then you and then you said officially I'm Jacob. Oh. And then I said unofficially I'm Noel, and that's a pleasantry. You so, you literally you you gave one rule to poor Alex is well, no no pleasantries, but, but, and the first thing you did was open with it with a pleasantry. So you're better than me because you said unofficially. Well, I am better. Well, I mean, mean, that's obvious, and everybody knows that. (laughs) No, I'm not. So he said unofficially, but now, now that the real thing is happening, and it's on, and it's recording, and there's sound waves, there's things happening, there's there's zooming, and there's going, and yeah, I don't know, I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) I like the I like the kind of I'm I'm moving, I'm moving, I'm shaking. Jacob was for those just listening was doing the the kind of the the shimmy the shimmy the bi friendly podcast shimmy bi friendly shimmy with the shoulders. Well, you have, have already said that you, you've hinted at the possibility that there might be somebody also here with us today. I did. I Not did. just Elise off camera. No, like no. Usual. Elise like, is off camera. Hi, Elise. <laughs> Hi, Elise. <laughs> Hi. Um, yeah. No, we have a guest today. We have a guest today. Yes, and I'm so excited. We, we've been, we have an awesome guest today. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm thrilled to have her on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome, who you may know as Sustainabay on the interwebs, Alex Shadro. Yay. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me officially, Jacob, (laughs) and unofficially, Noel. (laughs) Perfect. Yes. (laughs) To give them an idea of what we were saying is Noel and I had this conversation before we had the show. And we've been doing the show for two and a half years. And we we still don't know what we're doing. We still don't know what we're doing. Now, we have the tendency to buddy out and, like, get to know the person before I even hit record. Yeah. And a lot of times, like a couple of weeks ago, we had this amazing guest on the show and we were talking and everybody was like having a blast. And I was like, we aren't recording yet. Let's get everybody pause. Stop we, having fun. Stop having fun. Stop talking about fun things. Yes. So yes. anyway, so we learned our lesson. So anyway. pleasantries. Alex, welcome. Alex. How are you today? How are you, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. I love doing podcasts and I'm sad that we're not going to be in person in the studio because of the pandemic, but at least we get to see each other here on Zoom. Yes. I thought it was such a bummer when we scheduled the thing. It was like, it was looking a little little better. Like the the, the numbers were kind of nice. We thought, okay, we can try to start doing it in person. You were actually going to be our first in person back. We're so stoked. Like, okay, we'll get back to normal things to be rocking. And then, then, you know. (laughs) <laughs> the never-ending virus. <laughs> yeah, but we really appreciate you making it work to come to come on Zoom, though. I mean, yeah. it's just having you is really the important thing. So, yeah. so yeah, well, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me, and yeah. I can't wait to kind of share more about what I'm up to and hopefully That's, have some yeah. fun. Yes, yeah. that's the plan. That's the plan. First and foremost, what part of the world are we talking to you in? I'm in Los Angeles, so I think we're <gasps> neighbors. We are. Um, we're, in the, we're in the same neck of the woods. That's right. And I'm originally from here, which is, I think, pretty rare these mm-hmm. days. But Me too. Oh, that's amazing. Native. Locals. <laughs> Locals. Angelinos. Yeah. It is actually really unusual, isn't it? I mean, almost like every, well... Not every well. I mean, I would say three quarters of the friends that I that I have who live here now, I, they came from somewhere else. Even yeah. though I know people who I grew up with here. here. Yeah, Elise is also a yeah. local. Yeah. So you're three out of four on this show right now are all local. Should I leave? Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and yeah, ask Jacob, Jacob to. Uh, Should I get out the door? Elise can go ahead and take Jacob's seat. Jacob's gonna go ahead and leave the show, oh. and we're gonna continue this on as an LA locals only. Podcast. Locals, locals. Welcome to Biofriendly Podcast. Locals only. <laughs> 
<laughs> Love it. Well, Alex, so, being in LA, okay. So this this is a place that that you know I'm sure even you you probably remember. I mean, you're younger than than I am, but uh, that that has a good amount of uh, smog. Sometimes there there are times where you could look up at the mountains and not see them, even though you're right below them. So I dig, I gotta know, growing up here in this kind of place, which is not we we try to be environmentally friendly, but we're not always good at it. Yeah. How did that kind of get you going into this life where you're now, you know, like a pretty recognized, you know, yeah. known person for being sustainable and for, for, for pushing that? Like what, what, what happened? By the way, her bio is so impressive. I was like, I don't want to read any of it because no, I want her to share. We hate your bio. No, no, I love your bio. It's so great. It's so good. And I was like, I've got to let her say it. So, so let's start at the no, beginning. But, where, but, again, but so, so answer my question before you ask her a second question. Jacob, I didn't ask her a question. Jacob, you, I didn't. You're, you're jumping to Conclusion, small. I was. You're jumping to conclusions. I enhanced your Roll question. Roll the tape. Go, go ahead. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, yes, I'm originally from here, and like you said, it's a place that's very environmentally focused, but has a lot of problems to focus on. Let's put yeah. it that yes. way. And so definitely the smog is just a living daily reminder that we see with our own two eyes of of our carbon footprints and how much uh, we really need to do for the planet right now. And also, of course, another huge industry here in Los Angeles is the fashion industry, which I've always been a really, um, I would say it's a passion of mine, right? Sure. My grandma and grandpa like are both from the Great Depression era and they- Uh, started a metal recycling company when they moved to California from Chicago. Okay, nice. did actually very well in a sustainable industry, recycling planes, buildings, and just any large chunk of metal and then regrading it to be used again. And they would go into demolition sites when a building comes down and take all the metal out and, again, recycle it. So my Nana is like 96 right now. She totally is a rock star. She's running about town in a way that we wish that she wouldn't because we're scared. Um, (laughs) She really is uh, out there and she is like my fashion icon. So I've always been very into vintage fashion. And she, after the Great Depression, was like, I need to have every single piece of clothes that exists (laughs) from all over the world. And so it's kind of funny because this legacy of of recycling um, metals, which is what my family does, but also this legacy of fashion that is both within my family and within the Los Angeles area kind of helped mold me into the person that I am today. And I did really, I mean, I love what my parents do. I love what my grandparents do and their legacy, but I'm definitely more interested in like the clothing side of things growing up, going to Melrose, going to the most iconic vintage market in the world, the Rose Bowl vintage market. Um, Obviously all the style and glamour of Hollywood. And so I was very much into fashion my whole life. And I really never asked the question of what's going on uh, with the fashion industry until I started buying my own clothes. And at that time, uh, my parents are very like big believers in independence and financial independence. So essentially got cut off from them. And my fashion supplies started going really dry at that point. (laughs) (laughs) And I, uh, I had to turn to, you know, just buying my own clothes. And I, I really wasn't at the time aware of all the amazing sustainable options that are out there, how, um, how affordable like vintage clothing is and what great deals you can get on the different, um, marketplaces. But at the time I was really looking at like mall brands and I started looking at fast fashion and it started dawning on me, like, how do they have so many styles in here? Why I came a week ago and now it's completely new stuff. You know, 
thousands of styles. I'm seeing yeah. things that were last week $24, which is already fast fashion for the most part. And now this week it's discounted to like a $3 bin. Like how is this possible? Yeah. You know, and the wall is like 90s clothes, but not from the 90s. They remade all the 90s clothes. Right. It's basically like they're recreating full decades of clothes again. <laughs> yeah. And so I started asking myself like, how is this happening? And it's kind right. of like a twilight moment. You can see it in my eyes right now. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. There's something happening here and I don't like it. Well, yeah. add a zoom effect that goes right into your eyes yeah. when you say yeah. that yeah. in order dun, to really dun, enhance. Dun, dun, yeah. Dun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. So, uh, so basically that's when my quest began yeah. on, yeah. on researching the sustain, excuse me, researching the fashion industry, its impact, um, really being a leader and creating solutions to those problems that I was finding out. But I do think it was like always inside me just because of my family legacy of recycling and reuse and sustainability that I would find a place in this world and in, in any industry that I could be a part of that. Um, and I'm happy, honestly, I hate to say it, but I'm happy to not be sitting behind a desk and going over the uh, proponents of aluminum. Day yes. Day yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. No, it's good. You get to, it's, it's nice. You get to kind of push on the, 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 the family, the family business in its own way. Cause it is, it is recycling. Yeah. It is reusing and you, yeah. but you do it in a way in something you care more about and that uh, you can really dig into and that you do a great job with. So it's really, yeah. that's just really fantastic to hear. It's green DNA, right? It's like that's in right. our blood. Yeah. Right. Just like you know. Yeah, just like, <laughs> like you, you know. <laughs> you're the same. It's because you're natives, you yes. know. It's in, if, if you come from places like Oklahoma, <laughs> you're not really worried about the weather that much. You're no. kind of like, it's hot. Yeah. There's a tornado. Yeah. Let's go back inside and eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, but since you've come out, though, look at you now, Mr. Uh, Mr. Environmental 20 years, Podcaster. 20 years. Know, and quite the fashionista, the I think, as well. She's wow. talking She's talking I mean, to two fashionistas right can here. We, can we, I mean, <laughs> can't, can't resist these clothes. So when you, uh, so so what what are your favorite, you, you mentioned the, the, the Rose Bowl uh, market. I mean, what are your, do you still go down there? And if you do go down there, should we meet you at some point there and do like a remote? And you can show us like like what you love about it. Shopping with people, Alex, yes, and how people yeah. can shop to find stuff and get do better. Yeah, I'd love to. I would love to do that. Would be cool. So actually, going back to Jacob's question, just to give like a little context before I dive into the <laughs> flea market scene. So after this whole Twilight Zone of shopping on my own, I essentially discovered you know what is so bad about the fashion industry, which I'm sure we're going to talk about later in this podcast. I discovered like alarming facts that like, once you know them, you can't unknow them. They live inside your heart. You're so disturbed. You can't shop fast fashion. And so I started like discovering the marketplaces, Depop, Poshmark, Mercari, um, you know, Kitizen, Grailed, the list goes on and on eBay, Etsy, right? Um, So I started discovering those as options uh, for sustainable fashion and also great brands uh, such as like Eloquy or Reformation or um, like even Tom Shoes, like just all of these different great brands that are out there that are doing better. I'm not going to say they're perfect, but they're doing better. They have transparency. And so I just started discovering, you know, both that type of fashion and also really leaning into um, vintage and pre-owned on the marketplaces and, of course, in real life at amazing thrift markets all over the country, which, um, long story short, I started my own marketplace app after using the other apps and thinking that there was a better way to do it. Okay. And nice. the app was called Relove, 
and we grew to 100,000 users in a year. I raised a little over a million dollars in venture. Well done. And then I was able to sell it just a year later. So it was a very fast run. And Relove was different because unlike any of the marketplaces you see out there, it had a built-in um, sharing component, which was actually the name Relove. Reloving yeah. was yeah. a part yeah. of the app. So even if you don't have anything that you want to sell, you can still participate in sustainable fashion by reloving other people's items to your profile and making commission when they sell to your fans. So essentially like Pinterest meets um, Poshmark is the best way to put it. Cool. Um, so That's a really great idea. Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much. And after that, I became certified as a climate leader by Al Gore, went to hit the Climate Reality Summit and did uh, three days of intensive learning with Al Gore and many other great world leaders. That's I, so rad. Yeah, <laughs> that was the thing in the bio. I was like, so cool. I can't wait to talk about that. That's and cool. yeah, I've, I've spoken at Harvard uh, University three years in a row about this topic, sustainable um, entrepreneurship, essentially. And also other colleges, NYU, USC, UCLA. So it's been an honor, an honor to share this message. Yes, that's so yes. so great. Well, we, so great. We have you mentioned. You said there were some kind of shocking, really jarring things that you learned about the fashion industry, and we have a section on this show called the, the bummer, bummer run. run. And the bummer run is where we let our audience know the stuff that really sucks. But we try to get it kind of distilled into this moment so then we can move into, all right, what are we doing for change? How are we going to ch- you know, uplift and, and move forward and really make a difference? So right now I want you to hit me with some bummer run facts that you know or like are some of the ones that really, really are like, ugh, everybody needs to know this right now. All right, here we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> So the fashion industry is actually the second biggest, excuse me, the third biggest contributor to carbon emissions. So first is agriculture and basically the meat industry and food industry. Second is uh, transportation, like shipping and just industry overall. Third is actually the fashion industry with 10% of all carbon emissions being created by the fashion industry. And so, uh, so much carbon use goes into fashion from the actual materials that are used and how they're produced. Most uh, materials that we'll see at a typical mall or even a brand like Nike or, um, you know, obviously like even ASOS, even H&M, Zara, all of these massive brands are using uh, essentially synthetic materials that are plastics. So the same type of carbon that goes into creating plastics also goes into creating our clothes. Uh, The average person throws away 80 pounds of clothing every single year. And that clothing is made out of plastic, goes into a landfill where it sits for over uh, 450 years before it decomposes into microplastics. Or it actually gets burned, which is more frequent, where that carbon then gets just released into the air. Um, Not to mention... helps global warming. Yeah. Go ahead. Right. And not to mention all the waste that goes into the actual creation of it. Now, also very wasteful in terms of water. So even like organic cotton, which is a better material than um, plastic, you know, materials like nylons or um, polyesters. Those are all plastic fibers. 
they still it still takes a lot of water to produce just one t-shirt it takes 500 gallons of water just one pair of jeans takes over a thousand gallons of water which actually equals to roughly 600 days of drinking water um that being used to create the- or one shower for me yeah yeah you really <laughs> got to work on that pal one shower <laughs> yeah and, and so it's really uh it's really a bleak you know situation that's going on uh with these clothes there's such bad chemicals that go into making them most of our clothes are dipped in formaldehyde to keep them from molding as they transport from overseas to us um formaldehyde is a really really carcinogenic uh, chemical that essentially keeps your clothes from molding, but is terrible for your skin, terrible for the planet. And almost all of our clothes from the mall brands are dipped in that. Wow. Um, also just in terms of the actual like labor and unethical labor behind our clothing, you know, there is so much essentially modern day slavery going on both here in the U S and abroad. Um, and just exploiting people terribly, you know, we're talking 14 hour work days, 30 days, per uh, month to earn less than 30 US dollars, which is like, people are like, okay, well, 30 US dollars is like a lot in another country. It's actually not, you know, it's not enough for them to live off of. And so these people are selling themselves um, to these work, to these uh, warehouses, to these factories and to make barely, barely enough to send back home to feed their families as they live in these warehouses, which are crumbling, tumbling, uh, terrible gases, horrible for them. And um, also so much of the dyes, pollutants and uh, chemicals that are used to make these clothes then go into the agriculture of these areas where the factories are, go into the water supply and cause horrific diseases, horrific um, illnesses for these people. So it's really, really a sad situation what's going on uh, predominantly in fast fashion. But even the um, luxury brands are not above, you know, using wasteful materials, burning their clothes when they don't sell. So many big fashion houses would rather burn their uh, inventory than have it discounted out in in the world. So it's been uh, really, it's really hard to kind of swallow all of that information. And and ultimately, the only clothes that are sustainable are the ones that are already made, um, especially made to last using great materials like wool or even I obviously do not advocate for leather but if it's already out in the world if you find like a seven well, yeah. you gotta use it yeah yeah right that's the yeah. material that will last even denim yeah. is the material that will last and so what we already have out there is is really the best um yeah you know, most well, yeah well and also with 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 leather again it's another one of those things that if we handle it if we handle it differently it would I mean look every Everything, everything dies. Yeah. We all, yeah. Everything dies. Right. Yeah. So, but, but that's not, that's not the way we procure our leather. <laughs> we yeah. Don't, we don't wait. yeah. Yeah. If it was done in a much more humane way, then right. it might make, make some sense. We just kind of live wrong. Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah. I was going to say, so that was a rough bummer run. She, she brought the heat. I asked her to bring the heat and she brought the heat and you, you hear all the problems, but I got to say, we started somewhere. We started with your grandparents and I remember how you said your Nana, because the depression, she wanted to own all the dresses and you got to thank the older generation because they hold on to everything. Yeah. They hold on to everything. They're like the original sustainable folks. Originable? Originable to sustainable folks. <laughs> that They hold on to everything that they ever buy because they, they were used to a generation where they didn't have well, stuff, right? That's the Depression era that you're yeah. talking about, yeah. right? I mean, like, that's, you know, it's interesting to see how each generation adapts to 
what it lived in, yeah, right? Like, what yeah. is what is this this pandemic era going to to turn us all into in the future? How are meat, we going to meat freaks? We're going to be yeah, we're, we're going to be germaphobes. Gonna be a little cleaner. We're probably yeah. going to stay a little farther away from each other. Yeah. Probably, there's a few things we probably will never stop doing. Yes, that you know. 60 years from now, our great-grandkids are going to be like, what? They're so weird. Yeah, you're going to be, we're going to be very elderly and being like, where's the hand sanitizer? I need hand sanitizer right away. It is funny, though, isn't it? How how you go from that generation back from from Depression era times, right, where where people did literally, it's like you saved everything because you did not know if you were going to have anything. So if you had it, you had to keep it and you had Mm -hmm. to reuse it and you had to use it until it was gone and then fix it and, and just keep at it right yeah how we've gone so far <laughs> so far from there to now it's like i'll have my water in in a, in in a, a throwaway te- in a temporary container and i'll buy a shirt and then i'll be done with it after a couple wears and i've got to get something new i've got to have the latest and greatest you know that is that i can see why especially for you guys growing up here in la this is a hip town and this is, you know, very fashion forward and people are always, you know, by the time you get the, the, the latest threads, you go out and you find out, oh, those are out of style now and I'm uncool. They so, barely have any formaldehyde on them anymore. I know. I know. What's the point? I was say, I'm sure we have like the most influencers per capita here. I haven't looked sure. it up, but I'm yeah. sure we do. So Probably. it's all yes. about, you know, what are you wearing? Um, what are you presenting? What is your right. personal brand? And yeah. obviously a lot of us succumb to even just like making our fashion purchases on Amazon, impulse buys. There's right. now gone from four uh, seasons of, of fashion to 12 seasons of fashion. And that's what, what you're There's seeing. not 12 seasons yeah. in a year, Alex. Do they, that's do, impossible. Do they have names? Do they have names? Have they, they been given? But it, that's how many production runs that companies are doing now. Wow. Is 12 different collections and, and sometimes even more. Um, and what they're doing is they're making their clothing in the least expensive way possible. And I actually have my stats pulled up to the side because no one can remember all of the exact. <laughs> of course, of course. There are actually 40 million people in the fashion industry that are enslaved today. They're considered modern day slave. Oh. Um, crazy. They, they make a, less than a fifth of the pay that it takes to survive in their countries, and 80% of them are women. So again, these companies are making the clothes as cheap as possible, paying yeah. Yeah. Uh, their they're paying, I'm going to use the word very loosely, their uh, laborers almost nothing, using materials that are really low quality, made out of plastic, super cheaply made, and then they're producing let's say 300 to 500 styles 12 times a year. And each style has, I don't know, a hundred thousand more. Nobody needs that much. Nobody. Or more. A hundred (laughs) thousand, I'm sure, is on the really low side. And so what they do is they basically say, okay, as long as we make, as long as we sell like 20% of our styles that we created, we can throw away the 80% because we've made our money back that covers all of the costs of operations, even profits on that 20%. And that other 80% can literally go to a landfill, can get burned. We don't care. And that's where we're at in fashion now. Yeah. Wow. So, so, but then you stepped in and it's getting fixed because Sustainability is on the way. <laughs> well, I want to know. Single-handedly, like, Yeah, Jacob. single-handedly. I know. <laughs> no. no, but was, I think it's a big part of this, which is, oh yeah, pat yourself on the shoulder. <laughs> well, 
Here's the thing. We're all trying to make changes. And so you did have to step up because most people hear stats like these. Most people hear these things and they get overwhelmed and they go, I can't do anything. I can't stop it. I can't make a difference. But you fought against that. And and what we're trying to do as well and decided, okay, I've got to start promoting ways that people can make a difference. And you chose that name, Sustainabase. So first I got to know, like, did you sit there and have a pen and paper and write down like Sustainagal, Green Sustainagal? you know, like you came up with the title that you were going to go with? Honestly, I like overuse the word babe in reality, like <laughs> much and sustain a babe was taken, although it's not even an account. Like it's just one of those Ugh. dead accounts. So yeah. I just needed sustain a bay and it, it stuck. It's kind of good though, because if you think of like right beyond all else, right? So, yeah. So it's like sustainability beyond all else. It's like, that's, that's to some oh, degree your oh, love beyond all else. Yes. I no, he told me that, right? that that's the origin of Bay apparently, and I did not know that. He said apparently Bay comes from beyond all else. I you, think I think Elise actually told me. Is it is no? Elise? No. Wasn't Elise? Cool. Somebody hip and somebody. Well, I learned it somehow. I'm sorry. Somebody hip and very young <laughs> yeah, said me. to us that that was the origin of Bay, and so we're even if it's not true, even if we're creating no, a total is, urban that's, legend, that's absolutely true. We're gonna go with no, that. No, I have I have reliable people who said these things. You can't even remember. Who told I'm sure you. it's true. I'm gonna go ahead and say it's true because i love it so now yeah. it's yeah. now it's true it's gospel basically so it's nice so it's like that's your you have like you it's like your 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 partner kind of right it's like you're like you and sustainability are, are together forever yeah right yeah. that's yeah. definitely true and i've been in the essentially uh secondhand fashion industry since college when i started my app and now i'm the chief marketing officer at list perfectly which okay. is a service for resellers that makes it that makes them honestly so much more successful, which is awesome because if I can help every person who's selling sustainable fashion find a home for their um, you know pre-owned clothes, then yeah. then I'm making a difference. And each purchase from a resale platform or each pre-owned purchase that we make is 82% more sustainable than buying new. So list perfectly is a way to list your resale items on every single platform out there at one time that's great rather than going going platform to platform like going to mercari going to depop going to poshmark and uploading your photos writing your title copying and pasting your description from your iphone note or from your microsoft word document rather than doing all of that you list one time on this perfectly and then push your listing to all the platforms really incredible Very efficient. I love it. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah, that's sustainable. So, so <laughs> now that you're, you've got some sway. You've got a lot of people watching what you're up to, and so you probably have some things that have really gone that second mile in terms of you shared an idea or you've put something out there to your audience and they've really picked up on it and and taken it and run with it and been like, yes, that's so simple. I can do that. Or this little step here and there. So would you mind elaborating on some of those things that you've experienced that have been major victories for you since you've gotten this platform? For sure. So first of all, I'm always encouraging people to look online on resale platforms before they go to the retailer. So before Mm -hmm. you buy literally anything, Go search on eBay, go search on Poshmark, go search on Mercari and see if it exists there because it like probably does. You know, it really 90% of the time that item you're about to go buy new already exists in great condition as if it was new and for like 50% of the price. So it's going to help you and it's going to help the planet for you to start replacing your, um, 
you know, your purchases with sustainable purchases. Love it. I also just encourage people to take a moment and look at the website of the brand that they're on before they make a purchase, because ultimately like we vote with our dollars. And when we yep. fund companies that aren't good for the planet, we are, we're keeping them alive and yeah. we have the option to defund them, you know, if we want yeah. to. Yeah. So if you're, if your brand that you're shopping doesn't have a sustainability section or a transparency section, they're not sustainable point blank. They're yeah. just not sustainable. So, um, some brands are obviously greenwashing. Like I was on Nike.com the other day and they have a sustainability section, which is better than, uh, not, you know, shopping their sustainability section, but they're really just like at the very tip of the iceberg. And so you'll see greenwashing brands be like, we're doing our best to move towards, um, you know, zero carbon emissions by 2025. Like, and that's really all they'll say, or like, uh, you know, one, this one shoe we produced last year is made out of recycled materials. And we're like investigating how to do that more. So some brands will say that, and that's just them trying to be like greenwash you, but other yeah. brands will literally have like, here's a picture of our factory where we actually pay people, you know, this much money. And these are the materials that we use. And this is the farm that we get things from. And that's where you really know that this is a great brand. Transparency. Right? Yeah. yeah. And they'll be honest. They'll say, you know, we're still using 60% new materials, but we're really trying to move towards sustainable, uh, yes. sustainable. And so it's just those really transparent brands that lay it all out there. Those are the brands that you want to be shopping from and, and, um, really voting for. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate, I appreciate those brands that, like you said, that really are just honest. Like maybe you're not at your goal yet, but you're just going to lay it all out and you'll be like, we're really trying. We still have to, this is yeah. our source. This is how we're getting things. But we're, we're in every day, you know, instead of lying, instead of being like, uh, just putting, we've talked about this on the show before, just throwing a date out there with no real roadmap and uh, no plan, right. no plan. Yeah. Well, and I think that's that 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 works for a lot of these larger companies because they just they're, they're looking for well, they, they want to be a better investment option. So they, yeah. they do what they can to to to, you know, check off a couple of boxes, make a couple people happy. Right. And then that's it. But you're right. I mean, in, in the end, that's that's the ultimate power that we have. Right. You're, the only way you're going to stop these huge fast fashion companies from doing what they do is to make it unprofitable. Right. And you make it unprofitable by not buying their garbage. Yeah. So that's. So that's the goal. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And also just one thing that's like really liberated me is I have spent years, actually, literally years not buying anything new at all, unless it's from one of those transparent brands. Yeah. So I started in March of 2021 and I'm now in September and I'm going to go all the way till 2022. I have bought absolutely nothing, actually. Wow. Uh, High five. Some gifts which are all been from Poshmark. So they're all pre pre-owned. I bought some friends like, you know, I, I actually bought juicy couture jackets this year because I think they're dope. And yeah. <laughs> I, I bought my friends some juicy couture jackets for their birthday um, from Poshmark. But that's literally it. And it's been so liberating to just reuse what I have in my closet, find new ways to wear it. And I'm actually now in the process of selling some of the clothes that I have um, in order to then fund purchases again of just pre-owned clothing. So I'm, I would say I'm at like 95% pre-owned purchases only when it comes to clothes. And that's been so liberating because I don't subscribe to the 12, um, season fashion and I don't right. need 
like literally sage green, the color that's behind you was like the hottest thing ever, you know, this summer. And now it's not. And it's just like, imagine if I bought, you know, all this sage green and now it's not, you know, like, I mean, it's still cool, but it's. We have to out. repaint our wall. We have to. We have to. Uh, uh, you need the fall colors. <laughs> we have to do it 12 <laughs> times a year, Noel. That's true. <laughs> With each season, we repaint our wall. We have to do a new color. It's going to get exhausting. Each of the 12 seasons of nature, Jacob. I know. Yes, I know. August 11th. <laughs> Actually. Actually, it's a green screen. So what we'll do is we'll just sub in a new co- color every time it's the new season. Yes. Works. But no, I was just going to say, like, you personally will feel so much more, like, liberated and free to not be like, oh, my God, I saw this influencer wearing this and now I have to have it. And yeah. and also, by the way, that's not a bad thing. If you want to do that, that's fine. Tennis skirts are obviously all the rage right now. There are thousands, tens of thousands of tennis skirts at vintage stores on eBay, mm-hmm. on Poshmark that are pre-owned or vintage. And all you have to do is go out there and get it and make a little bit of an effort to change your um, essentially like your just impulse to go back yeah. to the brand that you always go to. I love this Google research thing that that is such a great tip to give people because it's just like with anything, just that little extra step that doesn't take that long to sit down and type in a search for what it is that you're looking for. And if you did that before you go out and shop and buy something new, that's just such a that's such a simple, painless green step. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I mean, we're already buying things online. So we're searching on wherever we are, Bloomingdale's, many people buy clothes on Amazon, which I cannot like cancel, cancel Amazon back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, we, we do that search on eBay, do yeah. that search on Poshmark, do that search on Mercari and the same things will come up better quality and also cheaper for you. Yeah. 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 We've had our, our fair, had our our fair amount of shots at, at, at Amazon. Good old Bezos. So we sure have. Over the years. <laughs> Sure have. So, yeah, it's good to support, you know, these smaller businesses. We've made friends with a lot of really cool secondhand clothing uh, companies along the way. And uh, we just we just hung out with our buddy Topper down at Good Fair. Have you ever heard of Good Fair? I have. Yeah. Yeah. So so they're they're doing a really cool thing as well. We just love we love this idea because these clothes are a lot of fun. You know, that's the fun. That's the neat thing about it is you can really kind of make your own unique statement by putting together something creative that already exists. It forces you to be kind of a clothing artist in a way. And I love that. Absolutely. I was looking at her page too. I'm like been stalking it the whole time. I'm like <laughs> nice. That's what you're there for. Yeah, it's, it's it's thank you, thank you. Nice, and it's like okay, she's not buying clothes all the time. That's I'm like, awesome. Okay, I'm gonna just start yeah. going to Poshmark. I haven't bought clothes at all this year. So it's time it's to time. go to Poshmark. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love also, it. I have a page also on Instagram that's in my bio. It's called Thrift Spired. Mm-hmm. Okay. Literally, it's called Your Daily Thrifting Fix. Every single day, we post sustainable fashion brands and resellers that have literally hundreds of thousands, millions of pieces of clothing. Um, so if you're ever looking for something really dope mm-hmm. curated for you, just go on at Thrift Spired, and every single day we're posting something cool or cool seller. That's rad. So, all right. So now what we'll, we'll do, we'll take our moment to try to, to try to work this into what is the easy, what are the easy things that people who don't want to change their lives? Cause that's, you know, that's, that's kind of the thing we that's who we're trying to reach out to. What yeah. are a couple of easy things that we could change? Like would, would, uh, that's an example. Like, let's say, okay. Uh, one less shopping trip a year. I don't know. Like, like, like what's a, what would be like the, the, the easiest 
simplest way that some person who's like, Ugh, I don't want to change things, but I'll change one thing. Yeah. What would be like a couple of, of simple things you could say to, 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 to somebody who's going to do it, but they're not like going to really make a big effort <laughs> to at least help, lazy Americans. help a little bit yeah. in mass? Um, well, I do think that just replacing one purchase every month with a thrifted purchase. Okay, that's go. a good one. That's great. Okay. Start with that. I also think rather than throwing your clothes away or giving them to Goodwill, which Goodwill's own statistic is that they only keep 20% of the stuff that gets dropped off. And yeah. that's just because they don't have the overhead or the space for all of it. They can't keep it all. Most people think, okay, I don't want this anymore. I'm going to throw it away or I'm going to take it to Goodwill. Those are like, there's no concept outside of throwing away or Goodwill right. at all. So I just think finding a way to extend the life cycle of your clothing, like there are resellers. Let me tell you something. There are literally so many resellers out there that will die for you to give them a bag of clothing so that they can go through it. And like, they know, you know, where to take even the stuff that they're not going to sell. So yeah. I think the best thing to do is like find a charity that actually needs it. So if you're like a person that's not going into the office anymore and you have so many suits and you don't want to, uh, you know, keep those suits, you want to throw them away or give them away or whatever it might be, like find a men's charity that helps like for professional, you know, services for men and donate it to a place that's actually going to use it. So just find a way to like elongate the um, life cycle of your clothing, whether that's selling it on eBay, selling it on Poshmark, useless, perfectly plug if you need help. Yeah. Um, we'll make it really easy for you. And also like literally you can go on Facebook, Facebook marketplace and be like, I have a bag of clothes in my city. Like who wants to pick them up at like the nearest McDonald's tomorrow? And people will respond, like not even joking. People will be like, thank you so much. This is like, there are millions and millions of resellers out there. That's how they make their, their profits in their lives. Yeah. So um, just finding a way to like not throw your clothes away yeah. um, is the best way to also make a difference. Or okay. learn how to stitch and sew and mend all of your used clothes together and build that hot air balloon you've been dreaming of. I have been dreaming of a hot and, air balloon. And travel around the world in 80 days in I your used clothing. There's also some really cool like <laughs> brands that do uh, like have recycle programs. So Madewell, yeah. the denim company, they've been they've been doing better. I'm not going to say they're super sustainable, but I love this particular program that they have, which is that they take any jeans that you have. It doesn't have to be made well. You donate it to made well. You bring it in and um, they actually turn the denim into insulation for homes. And they oh. work with charities like Habitat for Humanity and different charities that build homes for those that are not as fortunate. And um, they literally like put it into the insulation of the home. So there's like just finding a way to not, again, throw away your stuff and find a way to elongate that um, life cycle is a really good way to do it. That is such, that's a perfect thing for me because I wear, I wear the jeans until there's more holes than jeans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I don't feel good giving that away to people, no. but if I could give that to somebody who could turn it into insulation, I mean that's 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 useful for me. That's that's a really that's a I good tip. That's a pro tip. Pro Thank tip. You. I want a home insulated with only jean jackets with pop collars. So that's like the coolest house in the neighborhood. Yeah. Like I don't know what it is about that house. Mine's that guy seems like <laughs> 
Exactly. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Well, that's that you you have done everything that we have dreamed of and hoped for on this show, which is you've given people, you know, action items that they can do things that aren't going to really be outside of their comfort zone. And then you've actually suggested things are pushing a step further where they can really make a difference and, and make a change. And and uh, are there any kind of parting thoughts uh, that you'd like to share with our audience before we, we wrap up the show? Well, just one thing. Um, thank you guys so much, first of all, for having me. And Our pleasure. Thanks for coming on the show. It's so yeah. good to have you. Of course. And then I guess the, the one thing I would love to leave people with is sustainability is not everyone doing it perfectly. It's everyone doing it imperfectly. Thank and you. And so just make I like... I love it. I do kind of like to push people past like just your one purchase of a thrifting item is like so much better because like we actually do need to do more than that. But sure. But you would be surprised, like you're going to find yourself going on Poshmark, going on Depop, going on Mercari, going wherever you're going to go, going to Thrift Spired and finding a really cool seller. You're going to exchange that one purchase with a thrifted purchase. And while you're there, you're like, they have this, they have that. So it actually is just about kind of building these pathways to sustainability. And so just thinking about, um, you know, how you can do better and then making those changes, it might feel small at first, but that's the first step to you doing more and more and more. And so I just think, you know, don't get overwhelmed. Remember that every every one thing you do does make a difference. Buying one T-shirt that's made 100% from recycled materials or that was pre-owned saves 500 gallons of water. That's a significant amount of water. So just That's a shower. That's a null shower, yeah. <laughs> a lot more than a shower, honestly. I know, I know. We're, We're totally, joking. We're totally joking. messing around. We're joking. But I want people to know, you know, it really does make a difference. So just yeah. start doing that and then have that help you kind of build, build a way into um, more sustainability for yourself. I mean, you just, you described our show again. Absolutely. That's, uh, like the, that's we the, always have guests that describe our show better than we the, can. That's, that's the whole point of the show is, is <laughs> yes, do, do the one thing because that's the easy thing. And, and, then, and then, and then what we find, we get these great comments back from people saying like, yeah, I thought I was just going to do that one thing, but now I, now I'm now doing inspired this. Now inspired to do this, more. Because it is, it's just once you kind of learn about it and get interested in it and try it, it's amazing how, how it, you sort of embrace the whole thing. It makes you feel good. It does. You know, your heart feels better. Yeah. So, so you're only required to do the one. But we're tricking but you. But if you decide you want to do more and you feel like you've been fooled, <laughs> that's okay by us. We're, we're fooling them. Yeah. We're being secretive. We're saying, like, you just have to do one, and we know they're going to get addicted to doing it all the time. And the fact that we keep telling them we're fooling them doesn't seem to be t- sending them away. No, they, they it doesn't. To, they keep yeah. coming back for more. Yeah, I get it. So that's the great thing about the American people. You could say, we're fooling you. And they're like, what? Like, what? No, what? no, I'm not. Wait, still? But you already. Uh, sorry. Anyway. Well, thank you. So, and again, real quick before you go, uh, tell us again uh, the platform that you made. So if people want to sell their stuff they can easily list it on all the different sites and then also uh just how to find you so they can follow you on social media and uh and anything any other last like support you yeah things so they can they can find you well first of all i do want to just say and i really mean this like i'm open to dm so if you have a question about sustainability please dm it to me and if i don't know the answer i'll point you in the direction of someone that knows the answer or just point you to the right website so just um at sustainabay on instagram definitely follow me and follow at Thriftspired, which is like thrift plus spired. Cool. Rad. Yeah, Thriftspired on Instagram, Sustainabay on Instagram. And finally, if you are interested in selling online, List Perfectly makes it really easy. We cut the time that it takes by like 80% to list online. And it is really true. The more platforms you sell on, the more likely it is that you'll get your items sold. So yeah. uh, Perfectly makes it really easy to get your items sold quickly. <laughs> awesome. 
For awesome. the very specific folks in our audience, is it listperfectly.com or is it a listperfectly app or is it listperfectly.com? Okay. okay. Listperfectly.com. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. Alex yeah. Shadro, this is the time in the show where we do our little wrap up. So we're going to we're going to release you. You're free. You don't have to sit here and <laughs> you're witness You're no longer the, required. You're no longer required to watch us struggle our way through the end of the show. Um sustain a bay, sustain a beyond all else. Mm-hmm. Uh so <laughs> Thank you so much. You're now officially a friend of the Biofriendly Podcast, and we look forward to scheduling a Rose Bowl shopping spree at some point yes, in time. Yes, we'll remember. Right. That would be amazing. Thank you guys so much. Cool, thank thank you. you. We'll see you bye. next time. Bye. 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 I borrowed Elise's awesome. bye. Yeah. <laughs> you, stole, you, stole, you stole Elise's bye. I'm so sorry, Elise. I got, I've gotten used you to it now. The whole show's I heard it's ruined. The show's ruined. We can't do the Start over. Oh, get her okay. back on. Get, get her, her back, back on. Get her back Oh, what a delight. She wasn't trapped like John was. That was hilarious. So we're like, you can go now, John. John's. He's like, John, I can't leave the call. Like, okay, I guess John's going to be on the tags with us. Which, by the way, was awesome. Oh, it was awesome. I liked her Instagram page. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. got a great Instagram page mm-hmm. and she's doing great things. And I loved her energy and she was so fun with her little dun 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 mm-hmm. eyes. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, she dropped some, she dropped, dropped some mad facts and some, some hard truths during our Brahma run. But we were able to, to, I think, still inspire people to make some difference. She follows one of my friend's business accounts on oh. Instagram. Well, so there you like, go. Oh hey, friend, yeah. friend of a friend. Right. It's, it's I was like, this is crazy. Six it's degrees of Elise. <laughs> six degrees of Elise. Right. We should start doing that. That's a good bit. Six degrees of Elise. <laughs> wow. If we just follow it until we, it just, just until we can get. I, I want it to be that Elise is the most plugged in social media person alive. And so you literally, <laughs> we could have like, you know, you have DiCaprio on here and, and there's a six degrees to Elise. There's, yeah. there's literally the like, it'll always lead back to Elise. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think, it does. I, I think we're on something. <laughs> we're going to back to me. <laughs> when yeah, we have Leo crazy. and Al on the show, we'll say, you may not know this, but you are actually less than six degrees <laughs> of separation like, from Elise. Exactly. That's the goal. <laughs> That's what I want. That's yeah. what I want. Yeah. Oh, you guys. Well, she was great, though, right? Yeah. Oh, it's crazy because you don't see many young people, like, doing sustainable things or, yeah. like, out that open about it yeah and like influencers you don't really see that many yeah there's yeah. a lot of like there's a lot of well she mentioned greenwashing and i don't want to accuse influencers of green because they, they're just they live they're doing their best they're, they're living their, their life best, right yeah. but like but people kind of they talk about oh yeah no yeah, i care about this i care about that and the money right yeah. but they don't actually go out there and and mm-hmm. live it and teach you how to do it and get yeah. you into the middle like she really yeah. she really first taught. of all she's incredibly qualified and and yeah. i just had a, just just done so many cool things uh and her sister as well. Yeah? yeah? Yeah, I was looking at her page. Her sister almost doing the same thing, I think. You're kidding well, if me. If you come from that family, yeah. you can't shake the need to be sustainable. It's <laughs> yeah. in their blood. She it wasn't kidding. Awesome. It is. It's really great. Well, But, you know, but she is. She's doing it. She's out there getting it done and, it. and was, a, was a great guy. So it was nice to have her. It was nice to have yes. her. So I'm looking forward to our Rose Bowl trip. Yeah, I agree. Should we wrap it up? Yeah, I suppose okay. they've heard of, they, you've heard yeah. enough of us. You've heard enough of us. We are your beacon of light in a gloomy environment. Carefully avoiding neonicotinoids. We are the Siegfried and Roy and Meryl Streep of podcasts. <laughs> this show blows. No! What? No! no. <laughs> this show's a joke. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Never believe. <laughs> Step one, chill out. There <laughs> Hey, he got that one, but he didn't get the other one. Um, spilling the tea since 2019. Sustainably perfect. perfect. No. This definitely perfect. <laughs> Technically awesome. Radder than fra- French than French. <laughs> French is mustard. Technically, Technically perfect. Perfect. And I think that's it. That's mm-hmm. it. So before we get out of here, we have to say Cheerio. Cheerio. Bye. 
so much better than when you did it. It is so much better. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. You're it's not wrong. It's the Bio Friendly Podcast. It's the Bio Friendly Podcast.